0: And we're back for another week at the Coach Max show uh, in Hunter's Alehouse. Adam Jackson, Brock Guterres, Chris Jarrett back with us. Chip a tough one to open up conference play on Saturday at Miami, 28-17, to the final. And, uh, Brock, let's start with you. Um, that was a defensive struggle. Chip got back into it, and um, Miami find a way to win at the end.
1: Yeah, just uh, it seemed like they'd. You know, up front, they were pretty stout, and we kind of talked about that, uh, that the, the defense kind of kept hanging around, and, and just, we just couldn't get any running game going, it seemed. But, I mean, uh, we can dig into that and, and maybe get some other perspective on it here.
0: You know, what was great was Chris Jarrett was actually down on the sideline <laughs> for the first time and did make his way back from Oxford. So
2: That's good. Yeah, and it stayed dry down there, too. We thought we'd get some rain, but it was,
0: uh, it was beautiful down hey, nobody there. Nobody
1: cares about your situation <laughs> on the sidelines, <laughs> okay. okay? That's what All a sideline right. reporter does.
0: Hey, it, it was great weather. <laughs> Welcome to the Chippewa Sports Network yeah. team, Chris. Yeah. So we're going to talk with Coach Mack about that uh, game to open conference play, Central Michigan, back at Ohio on Saturday, down four and a half hours to Oxford, down five hours to Athens to see the lovely scenes down in the southern parts of Ohio. We went to southwest Ohio, southeast Ohio this week, and uh, I'll tell you what, Chippewas have had pretty good success against the Bobcats uh, especially last year, 30-27. That was the first game of the year.
1: Yeah, looking to keep that thing rolling this year and uh, get back in the win column, Adam.
0: No question about it. Chip was coming in 2-3, and and one in the conference. Ohio picked up their first win against Akron on the road. They're 1-4 and 1-0 and in the conference. And um, a position group you're pretty familiar with and a coach you're pretty familiar with going to join us tonight.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Always good talking to Coach Cummings and, and – uh, had a lot, of, a lot of good memories, not all of them good, but a lot of memories with Coach Cummings over the years. So it's, uh, it's going to be great to chat with him tonight, and, and he's got a good group of guys, and uh, he's a heck of a coach. So always good to chat with him.
0: A surprise, Coach McIlwain says, we're going to have Brock Atteris interview the old coach. So that is a segment you won't want to miss. Also going to talk with Bernard Raymond, who's been tremendous, and, and Luke Gadecki, a, a couple of the offensive linemen, joining us all tonight on the Coach Mac Show as we get ready for the battle with the Bobcats on Saturday at 3.30. We'll bring out the third-year head coach, Jim McElwain, when we come back from Hunter's Alehouse on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield. Presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. off fake to Shelton Mayer throws near side intercepted by Kresge at the goal line runs it out to the five a huge interception from the senior from St. Ignace and the Chippewas will get the football back and that was a big play in the game on Saturday holding Miami out of the end zone Chippewas would eventually take the lead in the early stages of the fourth 17-14 before falling 28-17 to Miami Adam Jackson Brocketeris Chris Jarrett and the third year head coach Jim McIlwain joining you from Hunter's Ale. How, how you doing, coach? You know what?
2: Uh, excited to go play a ball game. And uh, you know, if, if, sitting here, you know, the, you get some time to contemplate life when you're on a bus for, <laughs> you know. And uh, you know, I'm looking at it in eight days, we're going to be on a bus for 28 hours. I think we actually missed a day somewhere. Uh, but you know what? It, it, uh, I know our guys are ready to get back out there and play. And, uh, you know, really disappointed in our performance, our ability to <coughs> two things, you know, start fast, which is something we've talked about, and finish. You know, we finished the week before. We had an opportunity to finish this week and just didn't finish. Uh, so those are things that, that uh, you know, we need, to, we need to, you know, do. And, and uh, we've had a good week of practice. Um, the guys realize, you know, what we're up against and, and where we're headed. And, uh, I know, um, we're excited to go down and you know what, I don't know when it was when you guys were players. I don't know if they have homecoming in soccer, <laughs> but, um, we're, we're, we're actually, do they actually, I, do? I, I don't, a, you know, I mean, yeah, the, they I, do, I, I, okay. I, I it's, it's a like, big deal. Oh, yeah, I'm it Sounds sure. like it. Do they have a dance. It's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. They have a dance I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, no yeah. offense there, but football has uh, homecomings. But anyway, you.
0: you, uh, you <laughs> <laughs> I wish people could see Brock's <laughs> face right yeah, now.
2: But, but we actually get the opportunity to go be somebody's homecoming. And you know what bothers me about that? Usually you take the team you know you're going to beat the heck out of for mm-hmm. homecoming. Well, I guess that says what they think about us. Well,
1: that would be enough motivation right
2: there. Uh, yeah. but I, as You can tell. Kind of. I can't say ticks this you off. it ticks me off. Yeah, it yes. Grinds your gears. It, yes, it does. It grinds my gears with a finger point as well. From yes. Back. Yes.
1: And that's the great thing about, you know, when, in a 12 game season when you're in the middle of it, you, if you, you don't perform as well as you feel you should. You get re, you reload and you get another chance to go out and prove yourself. No.
2: And that's a great thing. I, I think that's a great thing about athletics in general is, is, you know, sometimes you go out and you succeed. Sometimes uh, you get, you know, hit in the mouth and, mm-hmm. and get knocked down and, and, uh, now we'll get an opportunity to pick ourselves back up, go out and play, and uh, ruin somebody else's homecoming dance.
0: Well, the Chippewas have been pretty good in Ohio <laughs> yes. as well, so maybe they can keep that up. Central Michigan 12-3-1 all-time in Athens. 26-5-2 and is the overall series between the Chippewas and the Bobcats. Central Michigan a tight win, 26-23 last year. Let's talk about Miami, Coach. Um, we were pretty surprised that the run game struggled yeah, on the road. What
2: yeah, you know, we were too. Uh, we felt we could. Uh, they did a really good job of, of uh, inside really taking, a, taking care of our three guys on the inside. They did a good job of, of uh, you know, stunting, hitting gaps, uh, pushing us back a little bit. And it didn't allow the backs to, uh, you know, get up in that hole and then make a cut. But, uh, you know, give them credit. Uh, they took advantage of some things that, that, that we didn't do well. Um, you know, we came back and, and uh, took a lead. And, I you know, I kind of felt a little momentum there. But uh, they did a good job of marching right back down and taking it back.
0: How about Miles Bailey, too, in the second half? Didn't have any carries in the first half. And you mentioned that it seems like they had you clamped on Lou Nichols pretty much limiting him in the first half and then Miles Bailey kind of stepping into a role and was able to kind of shoulder that responsibility in the second half
2: a little bit yeah you know we we've got to do a good job of of mixing it up I think you know since we've uh lost both Bracey and uh um uh Kobe uh trying to get that rotation we've got to get that figured out to keep the ghost guys fresh and uh you know, and then go into that fourth quarter, and whoever has a hot hand has got to take the shots.
1: Yeah, I know. As uh, I know, I don't know if I'll discuss that with Cummings up here because that's going to be a sore spot for him. But he, I bet he didn't sleep a whole lot this week. Speaking, well, like, uh,
2: speaking, of, let's everybody hear it for Coach Cummings. <laughs> he just came in. Let's okay, hear. Hey, there you go. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll change the subject now. Yeah. I was just, uh, you know, I know that's, I know that's frustrating. So if I know anything about, about coach comes he's gonna have those guys ready to run the football this week
2: oh there's no doubt about it and and you know we've talked um, you know how we're gonna be successful to set up the pass for us to throw it that many times you know it, it usually says you're from behind mm-hmm. you know we, we like to be balanced we'd love to go into that third quarter being a little ahead throwing it and then that fourth quarter be able to balance it out and run to win and uh we weren't able to do that and yet uh you know, overcoming some things, you know, some uncharacteristic drops uh, yep. that that really hurt us, uh, especially early in the game.
1: Yeah, because some of those a couple of those would have moved the chains and it uh, just changes the entire complexity of the game.
2: No, that's absolutely right. And and yet it was good to see some of those kids come back in the second half and make some plays.
0: Wanted to ask you. I know you explained it in your post-game presser for people that didn't catch it. You had two big fourth down decisions, or at least one early, where you went for it fourth and seven, about six, seven minutes left. What went into that decision? Yeah,
2: actually nine minutes. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm really kind of glad you asked about it because that that's been something. You know, you go through prior to the game. You 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 cover the analytics. You cover the percentages. Um, you know, it was one of those situations where. You know, my gut said, let's go get them and let's go ahead and take a lead. Uh, You know, hindsight, you know, uh, punt it, stick them down there, make them earn it, you know, go down the length of the field. But, you know, I felt like we had some momentum at the time. Uh, I wanted to try to keep our defense off the field. uh, And, you know, it didn't work out. You know, you you look at one from the first year, we very similar uh, in a game at home. Uh, We went for it on a fourth and eight um, Ended up coming up with a first down went down and scored and actually turned the game around so You know that's one of those things you live with and uh, decisions you make our guys do know going into every game I'm willing to be very very aggressive um, Because I believe in them and uh, We've got to make those plays as well
1: That goes a long way as a player knowing that uh, your coach believes in you You can I mean that's that's huge. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you call the plays, and if they uh, block them right, they work, right? You know, but uh, but the other guys have scholarships, and the other guys move, and the other guys play in hard too. So, I mean, it, having the ability to look back and look at the film and, and have hindsight is uh, it's a heck of a lot easier than when you're standing there on the sidelines.
2: Right. And, and we had another one there. Um, you know, you talk about those fourth down decisions, which turned out in our favor. Uh, you know, as you kind of go through the game and, and – you know, for me, it was more so trying to send a message that I believe in you guys. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if we had it to do over again, I'd do the same thing.
0: Shows the confidence in the offense, uh, certainly. And uh, the Chipwise didn't convert there, but we expect them to convert in the future. And hopefully uh, they've On the
2: road, during homecoming. In Athens. At
0: somebody else's place. That's right. Right? There you go. That's this Saturday, 3.30. Chipwise and the Bobcats, as Central Michigan looks to pick up their first road victory and conference victory of the season. We'll talk about the Bobcats when we come back. um, Is this
2: the Fabiano Brothers Bud and Bud Light piece? It is, is, and
0: I I was curious, are you guys going to join me? Because we just got a nice pie that came up for us. I'm going to join you.
2: Yeah, I think that would be fantastic. I think, you know, but... There is one thing people are missing out. If they don't come down to Hunter's Ale House and try some of this food and maybe jump into a butter Bud Light, they're missing out. I'm Hand su- toss too. Hand tossed. Look yeah. at the
0: parmesan on the crust. Uh,
2: you got to really describe it. We're
0: on the radio oh, now, man. Coach.
2: Well, you know, I—it's watching the game on the radio. <laughs> they're they're going to see this pizza on the radio. I mean, they're probably going to hear me eating it that, here. That's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't already dug on. Well, we're going to eat some pizza during the break. We'll
0: come back. We'll talk about the Ohio Bobcats from Hunter Ill House on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield,
2: presented by Fabiano Brothers, Bud proud sponsors of. Bud and Bud Light. There it is.
0: (laughs) Bailey shuffles to the left of Richardson. He's got the ball. Looking across the middle. Throws. End zone. Caught. Touchdown, Central Michigan. Dallas Dixon gets it from 11 yards out, and CMU has their first lead with 13.35 to play. That was a great drive by the Chippewas to march down there, end of the third, into the fourth, 17-14. Coach, before we get into Ohio, how about your wide receivers? Ja'Cory Sullivan, six touchdowns. Dallas Dixon, five touchdowns. I know there were a few drops in that game on Saturday, but those guys have been productive each game for you to start the year.
2: Both of them have, and and I think... Uh, both of them should probably thank Khalil Pimpleton because uh, oh, yeah. what people have done is is obviously, like everybody, they get, they get paid too as coaches, is uh, how do you stop Central Michigan's offense? Well, the first thing you do is you take away their best player. And, uh, you know, when you see KP out there, a lot of times you're seeing people with a man and a half and sometimes two guys assigned to him, which – you know, to the credit of the quarterbacks, take what the defense gives you. Don't force it. And, uh, you know, those two guys have been recipients of, of the fact a lot of people are, are knowing where KPR or, or where he is, where he lines up. We've got to do a better job, you know, hiding him and, and trying to get him in some matchups. But with that, those guys have stepped up and, and made some plays, and, and I'm happy for both of them.
0: You tell the opposing teams to stop taking – Cheap shots on Khalil Pimpleton?
2: Well, you know what? I'll let Brock handle that. He's going <laughs> to handle um, all my fines <laughs> he almost did. from the did. Up in American. the box. He you about were, came down and yeah. did handle you, it. You,
1: you were a little <laughs> fired up on the sidelines. That's, uh, I don't know if
2: I've seen him that fired up you before. You were pretty fired up. You know, I'm, I'm okay. But, you know, sometimes guys miss calls. I mean, I mean it's, it's a hard job. But, you know, when you talk about the safety of, of one of your players, one of the guys that you, you know, care about, all those guys. And when they – Something happens like that that's not part of the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shouldn't be part of the game. Um, yeah, that, that probably gets me a little, uh, what word am I looking for? tick tock tick yes, yes, yeah. Okay, good. There you go. Yeah.
0: And Ja'Cory and Dallas, both those guys were on the Coach Mack show last week. Is that kind of maybe say with Bernard well, and Luke. Good yeah, things come this week. there's
2: absolutely a reason we're bringing those old linemen in here, you know, because uh, they're going to enjoy this great food at Hunter's Alehouse. Uh, they're going to come up here and get an opportunity to, uh, um, you know, I think really that can be said about every person that's ever come on here. They've gone ahead and had a great game.
0: Yeah, I like that. I don't know if the broadcast sounds great because we're on here every week, but uh, we'll do our best. Brock, what do you think?
1: Oh, I think we sound fantastic, if that's what you're asking me, yeah.
0: Yeah. We sound fantastic, or <laughs> you sound fantastic? All of us. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a collective effort. There we go. Collective. We're a team, right? Absolutely. Well, the Chippewa team is going to head down to do, Athens.
2: Do, do they have homecoming in soccer? Um,
1: Not to my knowledge. I okay. don't know. I just go Maybe ahead. they do we now. We're
0: going to cover that every segment tonight?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think so. Go ahead. <laughs> What about the pizza with the fork and, and knife? Are we going to talk about that, that? That's a soccer yeah, thing. That's yeah, a, soccer a soccer thing. Too, thing. Go ahead, all right. I'm soft. Just go ahead and say it. Just like this pizza,
0: I'm soft. There we know. go. <laughs> well, the Bobcats, uh, Coach, you've seen them on film trying to yeah. pick up a win down there. What, the, what have you here, seen from Here's Ohio? a couple
2: things that they've done. You know, last year you saw kind of them using the two quarterbacks. They had the one that came in and, and did a great job of running the ball against us, you know, and, and actually got loose a couple times when you look at that game from a year ago. Um, what they've done is I think is fantastic. They've actually are starting to play those guys at the same time ah. and using them, uh, you know, in different situations, formations, ability to get the ball. So it causes you defensively to really be on your game, right? And, and it isn't like, oh, this guy's coming in, so this is the package, or that guy's in, that's the package. They have a full package now with both on the field, which – which you know hats off to them man it makes it hard to defend you know defensively the key the key for us um, they've got some guys up front you know that a year ago you know when you just go back and look at the film they dented our front a little bit um, our biggest piece right now is is consistency and and to me the key's going to be winning first down to stay ahead of the sticks
0: Talking about a Marnie, uh, Armani Rogers, Curtis Rourke, all those two. It's going to be a little different for you. I know you have a ton of respect for Frank Solich, obviously. Yeah. The, and, um, and
2: yet, you know, Tim, I mean, look, nothing's changed. You yeah. know, I mean, uh, I, I think it's fantastic what they did. You know, they had a great coaching staff. Um, you know, Frank had an unbelievable run, one of the greatest coaches that's ever been in our business and one of the best guys in our business. And a guy that did it right, mm-hmm. and that's what I told him a year ago when we crossed the field, a ton of respect. I mean, uh, he, he's always been one of those guys that, that really coached the game, uh, approached the game uh, with great integrity in and, and the way he did it and the wins he had. Man, hats off to him. But they saw the value in his staff and what they were doing, and it wasn't broken. So they went ahead hired those guys and you know what they're carrying it forward and uh you know tim's a great guy and, and i'm happy for that staff that's been there so long uh together
0: frank solich uh, 16 years with the bobcats 115 wins actually uh, just a couple of years ago passed coach duramity for the most wins he's a mac head coach but coach duramity still has the most wins in the mid-american conference but just kind of shows you the level that he's on um and the respect certainly that he deserves
2: that's right and uh you know, like I said, the, the the way the way it happened, the way it went down. I mean, for their kids, for the continuity of the program, it's not like the program was broken. Um, and uh, you know, they've added some things to it. Obviously, put their own uh, spin on it. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Should be a great game. Uh, excited to jump on the bus tomorrow and and <laughs> and you know, roll on down.
0: What do you do on the bus? You have a book. You kind of just. Think about things. You what? know,
2: what's, you, you, it's amazing the amount of things that can come to your mind when you're sitting there just watching little white line or yellow lines <laughs> just go kind of bye, bye, bye like that. Uh, but, no, it, it's an opportunity, uh, you know, to actually go back, do some more film work. Um, it, it, it enables you to kind of get a little bit of a rest, uh, which is actually not a bad thing. But you're able to maybe work ahead a little bit uh, do some things that you're going to need to do on sunday because you're going to get back at four in the morning and uh you know uh, a use of time is really what it is
1: how many buses do you guys take because we used to take two
2: yeah no we, we've canceled that and obviously in the COVID <laughs> era uh you know you got to be a little careful you got to give them space.
1: So you think like five or six?
2: You know what? I think we've. I don't think there's enough bus companies. But I think we're taking That's as many as everybody, we can. Gets, yeah, their everybody gets their own bus. Yeah, everybody gets their own bus, right? <laughs> so we'll take 70 of them,
0: right? No. <laughs> I love it. Um, they used the ground attack specifically in that second half. Uh, Demontre Tuggle, they their starting yeah. running back, t- 201 yards, career high, and I think they only threw the ball like one time in that second half against Akron. So. Rushing attack, obviously your front seven going to be important this week. How do you stop
2: their run? Well, you know we've been pretty darn good at that, and uh, I know our, our our guys have have really zeroed in because they you know what they they dented us pretty good a year ago, and uh, so I think this is a good thing. Uh, we pl- us having played them a year ago, I think you know our guys can kind of really you know reach in and go, yeah, I remember that. I, I I remember that. That Oh, yes, you know, there that was. And I think that's a good thing for you as a team. Uh, you realize what you need to accomplish. I mean, for us, we can't give up, the, you know, a bunch of deep balls. I mean, that, you know, let's, let's make them be one-dimensional. In this case, let's make them throw it. That was a matchup, too, last year. That
0: was pretty much shot for shot looking at the box score. It came down to a field goal in the fourth quarter, too.
2: Yeah, I mean, it... You, you know, it's amazing as a coach. You you just know it was a win. And then when you go back and you play him again <laughs> and you break it down, you go, geez, Louise, shouldn't have been that close, right? <laughs> right. But, but it was. And uh, yet, um, you know, I think there's a lot of good things we can take from that game a year ago, as they can against us. Uh, that's why I think this is going to be a great matchup.
0: One of the things we will re- we'll easily forget is the fact that uh, remember that halftime the lights went out we took the halftime yeah. it yeah. wasn't really halftime so oh, we came yeah. out it played like the last two minutes of the third and they got yeah. a kickoff return it was a really weird series of events yeah,
2: you know and I think uh, I think that was Amy's first game as an athletic director <laughs> and of course on the way in I asked her if she paid the power bill yeah. you know <laughs> so. I remember that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, it's a
0: 3.30 kick on Saturday, Central Michigan and Ohio. By the way, let's give a shout-out to Mike Shea, uh, our Learfield GM. He paid for this lovely pepperoni pizza we have in front and, of us for l-
2: us to enjoy. I'm telling you what, this is fantastic. Uh, thanks so much. Coach is digging in, too. You should
3: see he's putting them down, Yeah, he's putting the pieces away. Yeah,
2: your, your plate is uh, <laughs> clenched.: right? Are you going to get I'm, a piece? I'm or? actually waiting for the uh, break.
0: Oh, okay, you're waiting. So I'll, I'll get to the break then. Yeah. We'll bring on Coach Cummings, the uh, longtime offensive line coach. Brock is going to interview. I'm, I'm excited Me for this. Too. Brock, are you nervous? No, Interview not at by yourself. I'm just
1: nervous that, uh, that it's PG rated.
0: That's what, I'm, that's what I was asking. Like, is Coach Cummings going to tell us some stories we don't know about on air?
2: Yeah. I, I tell you, I think this is going to be great. You know, I was well, thinking about this coming in. I, I really am. I, I, <laughs> I was like, you know, this is the way it should be. A guy – interviewing his his former coach, and and, uh, this will be fun for the crowd. Well, go ahead,
0: crack open a Fabiano Brothers Bud and Bud Light and uh, come back with us. Bronco Mike Cummings talking Central Michigan offensive line, football, and who, who knows what else. We'll be right back on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Here at Hunter's Ale House in early October for the Coach Mac Show, getting ready for Central Michigan and Ohio coming up Saturday, 3:30. Pre-game show begins at 2:30. Myself, Chris Jared, Brock is on the air. I'm going to go ahead and just enjoy my pizza. Brock with your former coach Mike well, Cummings, take it away. Well, what
1: do you want us to talk about?
0: Well, you guys figure that out. You know each other. This long could enough. go.
1: This could go one of ten different directions. It's going to
0: go my way. Okay. All
1: right. Then what do you so want to talk about?
4: So here's the first thing I want to tell you all right, is that there's a story that I want everyone to. Everyone to know. I don't know if I like the Uh, word this is is No, this is a really good story because, you know, everybody knows about Brock and, you know, what a great nice guy he is and, (laughs) you know, philanthropy and so forth. Oh, boy. But but really, so you have to know this about Brock as a a player. So I want to share a story that – we were playing at East Carolina, you know, back when I coached him. I, by the way, everyone should know I was like twenty years old when I coached him. He okay?
1: was the youngest the youngest uh one line coach.
4: Yeah. And so we he's we're going down the field and we actually score, but as we're going down the field the snaps get worse and worse. So he comes off the field and I catch him and I explain to him very nicely, you know, what is going on. Very nicely. Today. Very nicely. Very I calmly. don't know if that's accurate it, but Very go calmly. On. It was spicy. All right. And uh so I, I kind of rip him on the sideline. He goes, he goes, yeah, but, and he puts his hand up, and his thumb is hanging off, okay? Like his right <laughs> thumb is hanging down by his wrist, if you can imagine that, you know? So I handled that That is while, a true story. Okay? And I said, well, why the snap's bad? Okay. <laughs> that was my first question. He says, I use my left hand. So
1: I switched hands, right. yeah.
4: He goes, what do you think I should do? I said, tape it to your hand and snap with the other hand. And he did.
1: So And I did not miss a practice. Yeah. I got surgery and no. did never missed a practice. You're stealing my story.
4: Okay. But so yes, that's true. So he had surgery and we had team run, okay, which we did for about 20 minutes. Brock always won
0: the team runs, right? No, no, not a like cursory. sprinting. Oh, like where yeah. you, no, 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 no.
4: You run the football. That's We're all it nice. was. Yeah. Okay. I got Everybody you. knows you're running it. There was not a chance of, you know, we didn't have RPOs in those days. And you know, they just handed it off and smashed your face in there like, you know, like you should. Correct. And um, so he went and had surgery on Monday. 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 Tuesday comes out with this thing on, you know, gigantic thing on his thumb and practices. So you should know that
1: about Brock, okay?
4: So I thought I'd start off our interview by being very <laughs> nice to you and Sean. Nice. Just trying
1: to soften this
4: up in case it was going to go Is that toughness
1: break. or is that stupidity? I'm it's still trying bit, to figure it's, it out.
4: It's actually a little bit of both, but you need that to play this position. Okay? You do. Absolutely. There, there's, a, there's a piece of it that says this is not for the common man, right? You don't grow up base blocking each other in the backyard you know you get together and you have seven on seven league and you you throw it and touch and pull flags right so you don't do that so there's got to be something in there where you really want to do this and run into somebody right and put your hands on them and move them and you know that's that's different
1: it's different and it's fun and uh there's nothing like exerting your will over another human being on the football field where it's legal, right?
4: Yeah, absolutely. It's, there's a, a great deal of satisfaction. You get rewarded for that. When was your picture ever on your face ever on the screen during a game?
1: Well, with this face, they try to get it on there as much as possible. But. <laughs>
4: uh, nice try. But <laughs> really, you get it on there, and you become noticed when you make a mistake. Mistake, You're absolutely.
1: You know, it's and like, then you're always standing there with your head back like this, yeah. and they zoom in on your face yeah. for holding or jumping off sides, well, which be, a center can never do. Can never do that, right? It's a right. bad snap. But
4: that's, that's the issue with that position. So with that position, you've got to have just a, a – you know, it's an intrinsic motivation, you know. Correct. With you and your brothers and doing things right and, you know, enjoying the part of the game that nobody sees, really. You know, if you do a great job, nobody gets noticed. It's when you make a mistake or it doesn't work. Then you're highlighted. So. Correct.
0: Unless you're a former offensive lineman and you only watch the offensive line. You don't watch where the ball is or anything else. That's, that's literally lo- what Brock, I swear, is like. I watch the
1: start the offensive and defensive line, and then, and then it moves out from there. Okay. You know, that's the, where the play starts. That's where everything starts. That, and, and then watch, watch from there. That's you, what you, you see where the strength you. is, and then go from yeah, see there. See
4: where the strength is. See where the athletes are, because you have two positions, right, two groups. You have the athletes, right? The skill players mm-hmm. on the inside, and then you have your
1: perimeter players, right? The tackles uh, in the uh, in the center.
4: No, no, I'm talking about so the <laughs> the skill is everybody, okay? Not, the, but it's
1: it's it's one of those, the best attribute of a of a good center would have to be his uh, would be. Um, let me ask this the right way. Would you not say that they're the smartest guy in the field? Is that too blunt? Okay, Brock, I'll say that because <laughs> you asked me. They, they really have to have. A, a, well, I'm talking uh, about centers right now because you're going to interview two tackles. We're going to have a couple of tackles up here in a minute. And it's
4: got to be a position where you have your you're calm and you're under control. And
1: processing information. Yeah, yeah.
4: we call it the, the center is the root of the tree, right? The branches are going all over the place, and the root of the tree stays solid. You know, he's got to make the calls. You know, you have to have a very dependable person at play center. De- de- you know, really, dependable is probably the dependable, word.
1: Dependable, that's a good word, yeah. You
4: know, and you, you know, the centers are a little neurotic because they want everything to be right.
1: That's but true. But they have
4: to realize that it's not going to be, and they fix everything, right? So if you've got a center that can
1: fix things. It doesn't have to be right, but it has to be followed by the other four guys.
4: Okay, great, great point, because that's exactly true. Everybody has to know that if you say it, we're going to do it. It's law. and Yeah, that's exactly right. We call it a covenant. He makes a call. We're doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, what, it should have been this. Tough. We're doing it. and if, Listen, if we all go and we miss a little bit, we're all going to do it together. We'll be okay. Very rarely do the centers make those mistakes that, you know, other positions make. Correct. You know, and uh, they're the most lovable players out there. And so, if I, Brock, I'm really trying to... <laughs>
5: Buntering You're doing a great up. job. You're okay. doing a
4: great job. I'm trying to interview you because I felt like you were going to interview me and it wasn't going to go my way.
1: So. No, it's. Uh, I would never do that to you. Take control, right? I always tell everybody these these offensive linemen that are that are playing for Central right now they they don't realize what a good coach they have in you. And I've said that to everybody that I talk to. It's um, you know you've 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 been here. This is what your fourth stop here. Yes. You just love it so much; you keep coming back, I man. I do it's love like it here. I really just do. just the community, everything I, about it—the the tradition,
4: community, the people, the, the fans. I mean, coach it's, coming
0: it's, back. Why well, you should get it, get it changed. Yeah, get that's the last right. Change coach coming back. Coach
1: comes back. Well, maybe we should do that.
0: Can <laughs> I market
1: that anywhere? <laughs> no, but you've got a you, you've you've got a, a long history of of uh, taking guys, developing them. Um, you know came in when I was here it was my second year here uh, well midway through my first year and and you were here and you turned you you sent a lot of guys into the NFL and along the way you helped uh, Central Michigan win a lot of football games running the football is a a big deal here at Central Michigan so if you want to if you want to play offensive line at a high level if you want to be successful if you want to knock the crap out of dudes and if you want to run the football need to come to central michigan and play for coach cummings right i mean that, that's it's a good show i mean that's kind of like cord that and give it to recruits <laughs> uh, i but would do true. that in
4: heart but it's true that's it, a tradition here that's that's what we need to do here that's and and you know the, the big thing that you just hit was developing yeah because i think we're getting to a point you know there's a lot of cool offenses out there and everybody you know likes a lot of things that are that show they like a lot of plays they like but no one can do that unless you develop your players. Correct. And I think there's really good – we're developing into two types of coaches. You know, there's the scheme coaches, and then there's the developmental coaches where you actually take your guys and make them something else, you know. Right. Not just can you, can you do it? Okay, you can, so you play. If not, you move on. You know, there's, there's something in all the players, and you can always get something more out of them. And that, I th- I'm, a, I'm a developmental co- – I want to develop the players. That's, that's a big thing for me. You know, see, take somebody for He couldn't do it, or maybe he couldn't do it exactly the same way, but we can get him to do that particular job. Right. You know, and it's that's like.
1: That's coaching, right?
4: It, yeah. I mean, it goes back. You know, we, we were at the golf outing, and we, and Scott Rayburg was there. Brock's, you know, uh, you guys are like brothers. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, so S- Scott, he, when Scott Rayburg played here, he was the first player I'd ever coach who was six seven. Okay. And uh, I even told Scott this. I said, you know, the one thing you did was you, you taught me something. because Oh,
1: boy, you told him that? Yeah, I did. That's and, great.
4: Yeah. And, and, uh, <laughs> and I, no, I thought it was, it was the thing I should have told him because, you know, when you when you coach players, you know, they get to be a certain size. And when you get to a guy that's six seven, things change. Stances change. You know, at that point in my career, everybody's stance is going to be the same. And then you learn as you go through that, well, to, to develop a guy that's either really tall or maybe – I don't know, Brock. I don't know how long your arms are, but not very long. Short arm guys. That's right. Right? Yeah. There's, there's a way to do things, and I think you, you need to do that. Not just the, oh, he can play, he can do the job, so he'll play for us, and I, or, or he comes into the program and can't do it, and you kind of just set him to the side. Because I think there's, there's value in. And being able to do that with players.
1: And since that time, you've coached a lot of guys that size. Now everybody's that size yeah, no, plays right. left tackle. I mean,
4: what happened? I mean, we had all these short guys like you, you back did in those days. Yeah.
1: Now, you, now you've got good athletes in here. A couple of the guys you're going to talk to tonight. You've had Eric Fisher. You know, Staley played here. I mean, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of great players. I mean, since, and this is not. Uh, this is not. I'm not saying this for my. I'm just saying that since 1996. We've had multiple guys playing offensive line in the National Football League from this college. So that's important. I mean that's a good thing.
4: Yeah, that's that's a good thing. It's and you know what those guys all did develop. And if you look at those guys, they were all what I would say, quote, undersized.
1: Yeah, undersized. I I was undersized. I was two hundred and forty pounds coming out of high school. And a wrestler. Yeah, and nobody recruited me because I was too small.
0: Oh, I you thought know? it was because you went to Charlotte.
1: That might be what it was, and we didn't beat Eaton Rapids by yeah, enough I points. Know. Yeah. You know. So uh but, but I mean that's true you know Fisher comes here he's he's thin and wiry you know all, uh, throughout the years there's been guys that have come in that have been developed coached up playing in the NFL at a high level not just not just making a team in the NFL
4: no and staying there for a long time, a long time what, time, what yeah. was your career like 20 years I mean. nah, I wish 10,
1: <laughs> ten. That's still
0: what, buttering him up man. That, 10 what,
1: years yeah, 10 years is a long time
4: yeah,
0: pretty darn good
1: yeah and it went like that man
4: so, uh, I mean, there, there's something to that. It's, it's great that you bring that up, though, about all those guys because they were undersized. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how well, – Guycheck was a little – I remember sitting He in was little school, in high school, too, yeah. And I, I remember sitting in the locker room trying to recruit him, you know, and then he ends up playing for all those years. Adam Keith was like that. Yep. You know, now he's a giant. So, you know, there's, that's, that's a good thing to be able to come here and
1: develop. And that's maybe because we're, we're in the Mid-American Conference. Sometimes you've got to find these diamonds in the rough, and all these guys we've talked about are from the state of Michigan interesting you know and we've yeah. you've been able to dig them out of somewhere and find them and develop them yeah. so
0: well let's uh i think we got to bring up a couple of diamonds yeah let's in do the it rough. bernard raymond luke Gedecki. those guys are gonna come up uh, coach cummings feel free to stick around if you want and we'll come right back on the chippewa sports network from learfield presented by fabiano brothers proud distributors of bud and bud light more segments here on the Coach Mack Show. Central Michigan getting ready for Ohio. Jim McElwain along with a couple offensive linemen, some big fellas up here. Bernard Raymond, Luke Gedeki. I feel real small now.
2: You, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say Gedeki. How's yeah. that, Luke? Get Good. He. Yeah, thank did, you. did I do better? Yeah, you did better. I think, you know, for three years now I've screwed it up. Uh, actually, so have I. Yeah, but still uh, screwing it up. That's okay. I'll forgive you. Coach. No, all right, <laughs> right. Thanks, Luke. I appreciate it. Bernard, how you doing today? Pretty good. How are you doing fantastic? And uh, like you say, this is the way they're supposed to look right here. And yeah. uh, not only that, but the way they play. Uh, both of them uh, tight ends in their previous <laughs> career. Tell me how that transition was uh, for you, Luke. Um,
3: so the transition from tight end to tackle, it was uh, quite a journey. I mean, it, it was a whole new world out there. I had a transition from blocking more in space and catching the ball to just blocking big defense ends all the time. And it, I mean, it took a, the longest thing that, that took me to learn was the kick step and everything. But once I had that down, I felt like things started to transpire and kind of fall in place. It was definitely a long journey, but. It was well worth
2: it. And you know, Bernard, I mean, you're actually newer. Because what did we do? We got three days of spring practice, I think, and then we got shut down. Something next thing, like that. Yeah, yep. Next thing you know, you're starting to tackle, right? Yep. So tell me how that was. And, and from that point, tell me where your weight your went from that end of spring practice till we started. Oh, um,
5: well, I got uh, moved to tackle in spring practice and I got like three practices in. I was like 250, <laughs> 255 um, pounds. And then I had a lot of fun. I mean, I, I loved my first practices. I loved the physicality of the position and I, I enjoyed it. And then all of a sudden we got shut down and we didn't didn't come back after spring break. And everything after that was just a lot of, Studying on my own and taking videos of myself of doing drills on air. (laughs) Obviously, wasn't allowed to work with um of my teammates a whole bunch, but um, I kept sending videos to Coach Cummings. um, And then every time I did get a chance to see my teammates, I I did go to the soccer field and we were just working really base techniques and the kick step which is pretty difficult. Uh, it, yeah. looks,
2: it looks easier than it is. Yeah, That's right. That yeah, definitely yeah. especially when that guy's coming at you 100 miles an yeah. hour, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah.
5: Um, well, no, it's, it's definitely been fun. And then, yeah, getting to play the, the first season, even though it was just a shortened season, um, was just a, a great experience.
2: Sure. So, Luke, you're uh, obviously from Wisconsin. And, uh, you know, I, I will say this. He brought me some of the greatest cheese curds <laughs> I've ever had in my entire life, by the way. It was fantastic, but... Uh,
0: you mean we don't have to just go to Culver's? They have them other places? No, they no. have them, they have
2: them, and uh, they were real. Yeah. I mean, they Lucas, were the those aren't the real ones. No. And, uh, no. They, <laughs> you
3: you haven't lived until you had a Wisconsin cheese curd. There, there you go.
2: go, that's right. But uh, uh, give me a little update kind of where you're at academically and, and those type of things. Um so I uh, I'm studying mechanical
3: engineering and I have uh, one more semester in the spring and I graduate with I'll graduate end up graduating with a mechanical engineering degree and a minor in math
2: in a minor in math yep so like growing up okay let, let's talk about this math thing <laughs> how did you how did you become like hey math is something that's pretty cool um, I wouldn't say I was like, oh,
3: yeah, this is cool. I would say it's more like something that came easier to me, sure. per se. Like, numbers is something I'm good with. Words and everything, like, if you told me to write a five-page paper, I'd be sitting there for probably six hours <laughs> I trying you. to put down words on paper. And then once something, it, it has to be perfect for me, so I'll write a sentence, delete the whole thing, reword it, do that a couple times, and then I'll just try and do that, and it'll just
2: be endless hours. Yeah. And, and Bernard, you're kind of a little similar here. What? Tell us about your uh, academic... Uh... Yeah, I do, I do like
5: numbers more than the words as yeah. well. Um, I was a statistics and actual science major and a math minor too. Uh-huh. Uh, and yeah, just growing up, I thought math was cool. So I, I kind of knew I was going to go into that um, with numbers. And right now I'm working on my master's in leadership.
2: Yeah. So already has his degree working on his master's. And uh, you know what? That, that, that tells you that these guys not only get it right on the field, but uh, they understand the importance of what they're here to do. And, and uh, that's what makes them great leaders, great players. So, you know, I'll go to you, uh, Bernard, on this. A um, couple keys to this game in your mind. Wh- what do we need to do uh, to come out of uh, their homecoming all right with a victory um just just start fast and, and finish strong uh,
5: establish a run game from the from the get-go um so really all things that that we have control over um and i think that those are also things that we've been executing in practice this week and i think we have a a good chance
2: luke i'm gonna Double that up on you, man. go at it,
3: yeah, I'm gonna go along with uh kind of with what Bernard said. I mean, definitely offensively a big thing we need really need to establish is getting in a rhythm early on and uh establishing a run game so we're not passing every down and become a predictable team, and then another thing is just guys need guys need to be disciplined in, and this is what we need to do, and not just mush around out there and really execute their assignments and win their one-on-ones at the end
2: of the day. Sure. So, you know, you guys are obviously bookends, okay? You you know, both on the other side. The communication piece. I'll go with this. Tell me how, tell the the people how that kind of starts when a play, you know, is, is, okay, here's the call. Where does it go from there?
3: So we get a play call, obviously, and then the center he'll call down three or four down, or if some cases five down, and then he'll point the mic, and then he'll make a call, and then the calls always come from the inside out. We we say the the center is kind of the root of the tree, so, and the, every call comes from the inside out, so the center will make a call, the guards will make a call, like we'll confirm the call sometimes, talk to the tight ends, make a call with them,
2: whether we're working with them or the guard, and kind of go from there. So. Bernard, that, that time that you had at tight end, did that help you then moving into tackle a little bit as far as the communication piece? Um,
5: for sure, for sure. Um, just like seeing the, the linebackers and maybe seeing the safety rotation, um, seeing not always um, recognizing the exact coverage, but at least um, what shell they're in definitely helps with with all the calls. So, yes, the calls do go from from the inside out, but... Sometimes you do have to um, help the center out a little bit because he obviously cannot see the field um, all by himself. Um, so yeah, just, just being, being used to running routes out there and kind of knowing the, the route concept too um, really, really helps to making the calls too and making a little adjustments and helping the center out too.
2: Okay. So I don't know. I'm, you know, obviously we talked about Wisconsin, mm-hmm. right? And I had this discussion with Bernard once, whether he remembers it or not, but for anybody out there that's ever seen The Sound of Music, (laughs) all right, that's your homeland. (laughs) Correct. Is that correct? Correct, but I've never seen it. <laughs> but he's never seen The Sound of Music. I mean, let's let's think about that. I mean, I'm talking about the Von Trump family <laughs> with him, and he has no idea what I'm talking about. So and
5: long, and farewell, <laughs> no, nothing. Before, before coming here, I don't think I've ever heard of anyone talking about The Sound of Music. <laughs> so it really took me to travel halfway across the world, too. He's and telling you there's better things in Austria than The Sound of Music, Coach.
2: <laughs> I, I don't know how some of the most beautiful things country you, you'll ever see at least or was that american soil that they just put no, on? no 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 that, okay it's austria i got you well guys I, I really appreciate you guys being here and Thank you know you. i think the, the fans get a little bit of an idea what what a great group of guys we have and and these two guys just are are really what it's all about being at chippewa and in what they've done and Let's go get a win. What do you think about that? Yeah, Yeah, definitely. All right, guys.
3: Thank Thank you very much for having us. All right, we'll come back. That's
0: the right and left tackles for your Chippewa offensive line. Wrap up the show right after this on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Little, uh, segment here on the Coach Mack Show. Adam Jackson, Jim McElwain, and Brock Kateri. You got your microphone all situated I'm ready to go,
1: man. I'm
2: good.
0: We're live on well, air. I, I, I tell you what, this, this like was like a
2: multitask. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, what was awesome, this was Brock's night when you think about this. He <laughs> had Coach Cummings, all right, his coach, and obviously two great players. Uh, two fine from, football from players, no doubt about line. it. Yeah. And tell me how that is when you sit up there and watch those guys.
1: Uh, I mean as Adam said earlier, that's kind of where I start with I mean I'd start from the interior of that offensive line and, and it kind of goes out from there the play expands from there So, I mean I take a lot of pride in being from Central Michigan University that's I take right. a lot of pride in being an offensive lineman that played here and and uh, I mean, I've, I've known I've thankfully with with doing the radio I've gotten to know a lot of these offensive linemen that have gone on to the NFL I consider a lot of most of them friends all of them friends and and uh, I take a lot of pride in that. Um, it's a it's a great place to play football. It's a it's a great place to to uh, to play offensive line and and uh, boy, running the football is is why you come to Central Michigan. That's you know right. you're going to run the football. So and you got great backs and yeah. I don't know what's I don't know what is it great backs or great lines? I don't know. That's that's the the, the
4: my, question my I always ask. My personal
2: opinion, it's great lines. But I, well, mine too. But. Know, <laughs> but, but but I uh, you know it's interesting. I know we we're running out of time here, but when we have that uh former players golf tournament you know kind of the alumni reunion yep. you know it is so cool to see the o linemen get together that that group of guys that bond <laughs> what what's special about that
1: i don't know just uh, the fact that there's a long line of of Offensive linemen that have played here and a ton of pride. The the Bubs. I mean, you've heard that nickname. Yeah. I got that taught to me, and and you worry that it's going to be lost. Yeah. But it's stuck around, and it's you know, and you guys like Coach Cummings coming back and and being here, you know, four different times, and that's that's a lot of tradition right there. And and you can always talk about what your how crazy your old old line coach was. I mean, they're all crazy. That's right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, thanks, guys, for joining us. And, uh, Coach, go get them down there on Saturday, all right? Let's go get them during homecoming, huh? That's right. 3.30 kick, 2.30 on the air. Myself, Roccatears, Chris Jarrett, Central Michigan against Ohio. Have a great night.